This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings the world's greatest philosophers to your fingertips. With more than 500 audio and video series on science, history, philosophy, fine arts, better living, and more, The Great Courses are available on digital download and streaming at thegreatcourses.com or on DVD and CD or via The Great Courses apps. Best of all, you can listen to or watch The Great Courses at your own pace without the pressure of homework or exams. And now, for a limited time only, The Great Courses is giving our listeners an offer of up to 80% off the original price of selected courses, including The Secret Life of Words, English Words and Their Origins. For this limited time, 80% off offer, go to thegreatcourses.com WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com WS. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. So a lot of big political news today, none bigger than the fact that Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker has entered the race. Here to give you everything you need to know about what his entrance means, and Scott Walker is his fellow cheesehead, Steve Hayes. Steve, welcome. Hey, Michael, how are you? I'm, I'm fine. i got to tell you, when you Packers fans start talking to each other, it gets very uncomfortably disturbing. Oh, why? You mean our accent? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's very, it's very, uh, you guys are into it. So tell, for, for people who don't know, obviously we've been talking about Scott Walker off and on, but for people who don't know, who is Scott Walker? Well, you know, he, he's in his mid-40s. He sort of rose from the, the ranks in the Wisconsin State Legislature, won an election as the Milwaukee County Executive, um, which is winning in a, a blue county in a purple state. And he won it by, with a message of reform back in 2002, a special election. There had been a major scandal in Milwaukee County where you had uh, members of the, the county leadership, in effect, uh, give themselves huge lump sum payments. Right. Uh, Walker comes in, cleans it up, and wins re-election twice in this, in this blue county, and then decides to run for governor, wins in a purple state. Uh, of course, he was recalled after he uh, implemented uh, these budget reforms, which he said would balance the budget. Uh, his detractors didn't like the way that he did it. He did balance the budget. He won uh, the recall. He defeated the recall effort and then won re-election. So it's a guy who's won successfully uh, several times in blue counties, in purple states, and wants to take this message of what he calls common sense conservative reform national. Uh, the thing I know about Scott Walker is he hates unions and didn't graduate from college. Is there anything else I'm supposed to know? <laughs> then again, I get uh, all my news from CNN. So that's right. Uh, no, I mean he's it's an interesting he's an interesting guy. I mean he comes he comes from a uh, certainly a, a, a more blue collar um, background. His father was a pastor in in Iowa and in uh, Wisconsin. His mother was a secretary. As you say, he didn't graduated from college. He went to Marquette University and finished, um, almost finished his degree, but left to take a job because he thought it was a good opportunity and had intended to go back and complete his degree, never did it. Um, I think that's an advantage uh, for a Republican candidate, particularly for a Republican candidate uh, seeking the nomination after Mitt Romney had it and looking right. what, uh, at what Team Obama did to, to Mitt Romney. And uh, the perceptions of the Republican brand, um, but yeah, Walker, Walker is a he is a normal, average guy in a way that I think he can use to his advantage. Um, he he talks to people about saving money at Kohl's is one of his his favorite <laughs> riffs. 
um, you know, in his in his stump speech, he says he has so many coupons. He's so effective at using coupons that he buys a sweater from Kohl's, and they eventually pay him to take the sweater. <laughs> um, that's that's sort of who he is: common mm-hmm. sense, uh, down home, regular guy. And that's one of the criticisms I hear, which is that Hillary Clinton, like her or hate her, has star power. Scott Walker does not have star power. The room lights up when he leaves. Is that an accurate <laughs> description? That's probably a little bit uh, too far. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the room lights up when he leaves. He, look, he's, he often draws comparisons to Tim Pawlenty, the former governor of Minnesota who ran for president in the Republican primary in 2012 and sort of bombed out very early uh, in Iowa in the summer of uh, 2011 in Iowa, before they even six months before they even got right. to the Iowa caucuses. Walker is not Tim Pawlenty. I mean, Walker has a bit more sizzle uh, than Tim Pawlenty did. He's given some speeches. He's leading the polls in Iowa now, um, largely thanks to a speech that he gave in January, which got a lot of coverage, a lot of discussion on Iowa talk radio, and sort of catapulted him to the front of the race in Iowa, where he leads by a, a pretty strong eight points in a in a field that's that's well divided. Um, so I don't think I don't think Walker's exactly bland and boring. But if if you're looking for somebody who will, you know, give you pop and sizzle and and craziness, you know, you're probably better off looking for Donald Trump. Than Which brings us up Walker. to the key question. Will Scott Walker agree right now to make Donald Trump his running mate? Because if he won't, <laughs> there's a segment of the talk radio audience who have been convinced by Rush Limbaugh that Donald Trump is the greatest thing since sliced bread and they must follow him anywhere. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I asked. I, I interviewed Walker yesterday uh, here in Milwaukee uh, about 24 hours before he makes his announcement uh, this afternoon. And among the many questions I asked him, uh, I felt like I had to ask him a question about Donald sure. Trump because Trump has been in the news. And I said, "What do you owe this this uh, you know sort of surge in the polls uh, to? How do you explain that for Donald Trump?" And, and Walker said, "Name ID." Said I wouldn't read too much into it. And then he offered something of an explanation by saying. He thinks that voters appreciate it when people, when when politicians address them in a direct and blunt and honest way. And, you know, Walker didn't sort of make the connection that that's what Trump is doing. But I don't think there's any doubt that that Trump's bluntness Mm -hmm. and candor is one of the things that have some Republicans giving him giving him a look, despite his long history of supporting Democrats and embracing uh, liberal positions. One last question. I've been talking to people who say, stop talking about Scott Walker winning in Wisconsin because, A, winning locally is not the same as a presidential candidate winning, and uh, Wisconsin hasn't gone Republican since Reagan. And B, Scott Walker's polls are down. He would, he we're not, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even win re-election if he ran today. Steve Hayes, is that right? Well, I think you know if you look at the polls in the state, it's often the case that uh, a home state governor who decides to run for president suffers in the polls in his or her own state. So I think that partially explains his his approval ratings right now. I do think it's a selling point for Walker, probably one of his strongest selling points that he's won in Wisconsin. He won in a purple state, and it wasn't just. You know, Democrats and, and liberals in Wisconsin who were opposing Scott Walker, it's important to remember, after he, he was, they attempted to recall him, he was the number one target for unions and for national Democrats during the recall, which was in June of 2012. And then when he ran for reelection against Mary Burke in November of 2014, he was literally the number one target. Uh, Democrats wanted to make an example of Scott Walker. Unions wanted to make an example of Scott Walker. Say, if you go after unions, we come after you and we will beat you. And Walker withstood that. He maintained his pretty significant margin of victory. 
and has implemented these reforms that whether you like them or not, they did what he said they were going to do. Uh, he eliminated the deficit in, in Wisconsin um, by giving localities these tools to make changes to how they do budgeting and how they do health insurance and pensions. Mm -hmm. uh, they worked. So I, I do think that that's an important message for Walker, and there's no question. I mean, in talking to him yesterday in this interview, he made very clear that that's what he's going to do. I mean, his we will hear from him the mantra, I am not just a fighter, I'm a fighter who can win. And I've won repeatedly. I've done these things that other people are talking about. Well, Steve, that is one, the core of his campaign. It's one thing to take on the unions and the Democrats. Another thing to take on Hillary Clinton. And all I can say to Scott Walker is stay out of Fort Marcy Park. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A little humor, a little levity, a little conspiracy. Steve Hayes, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.